ACAST. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Society 13 Podcast Network. Redefining podcasts. Society-13.com. I like to listen. You want to see something really scary? You bet. Music. Horror. Art. Politics. And overall badass. Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio. For real. On Society 13 Networks. David Fairhead. By that I mean me. I have a voice again. I was sick for a while. Again, just couldn't shake it. Two months of this thing, and uh, the recording we have coming up is pretty special. Um, it was recorded a week ago with Mr. Jim Peeler, curator of the Wayne Forbes exhibit at his store, first and second time around, which is an antique shop, um, unlike any other I've ever seen. It's in Finleyville. You'll get all the details when you listen to the interview. And um, let's see. First off, let's got what you're listening to in the background here. What we kicked it off with um, is part of the soundtrack uh, to the horror movie *The Barn*, a fun movie. And this is from the director himself. What they said, and some of the other people that were there when I met them at Horror Realm. Um, if you're a fan of *Neon Maniacs*, a uh, fan of Halloween movies, um, it's it's a really fun slasher demon type flick. Neon Maniacs is a hard one to find. I've only ever seen it once. It's probably on YouTube now. I don't know. But um, that's a fun one. But that's what you can compare it to. I enjoyed this movie, and I equally enjoyed the soundtrack. And that was Lovecraftian that you just heard. And it's a very long soundtrack. They, have a, they put a lot of work into this. And it takes place in the 80s because there's a lot of 80s metal bands. Uh, well, new bands playing 80s metal. And I, I totally enjoyed that. But that was The Barn, and you're going to be hearing from those guys. I'm not sure who I'm getting yet. Uh, if it's the director, director of photography, the writer, any of the actors, I don't know. But I believe John Towers will be joining me for that one, because he also was there when we met them. And met one of the crazy demons themselves, too. But look up The Barn. I'm sure it's, uh, it's on the web. I know they're on Facebook. 
but there'll be more on that later. And uh, let's see. But like I said, I have with me today Jim Peeler. Um, I should say he was here. Uh, and you could hear me struggling with my voice because I was still just this thing just stayed with you. And uh, but he was a great guest, uh, Jim Peeler. Um, he is one of three people that, that work at first and second time around. And it just there's so much stuff there. They buy and sell antiques, toys, art, uh, furniture. And I'll give you the location. You'll get it later, too. But it's 6225 State Route 88, Finleyville, PA, 15332. Their number, 412-833-9200. And their email is dozer, D-O-Z-Z-E-R-1, at outlook.com. Antiques, collectibles, and furnishings. And you're going to hear from Jim Pillar himself about the, way, the art of Wayne Forbes, which is just plain amazing, amazing stuff. Now, I've also met another band recently, and I'm going to have them featured on at some point, too. A band called Likewise. And uh, my friend, uh, Mr. Callahan from uh, Plagues of Endeavor, introduced me to uh, this song. Um, Likewise is the name of the band. The writer is the writer. The song is Songwriter Don't Sleep. And I've been talking with them. I'm going to have them on in future shows, too. I'm not sure when all this is going to happen. A lot of things are coming together now that I have a voice again. And I can breathe. All right, so let's... Uh, uh, listen to Likewise right now because I, I think you'll dig this, alright? And um, like I said, check out The Barn while you're at it. And uh, we're definitely going to have some Fiends of the Flesh coming up, which is the latest release from Burning Bowl Publishing. Uh, very soon, we'll be having some exclusives with that with uh, all the authors, hopefully, or at least half of them, whoever I can get. I put this thing together. There's nine of us. And it's uh, they're all uh, it's an anthology of just great horror, human drama, emotion that's going to be coming out and uh, i want to reach out to you guys too um that listen to this uh hit me up at kettle whistle radio at gmail.com if you guys have something to say if you want to come on do a call in uh you have a band uh, whatever i mean we're backed up as far as stuff but i I push things forward if it's good enough um but yeah hit me up kettle whistle radio gmail.com and of course i'm on facebook david Fairhead, F-A-I-R-H-E-A-D. Twitter at Fairly Dark. I've been off of Twitter a little bit. Just, uh, it's just been, it's been so busy. I can't even tell you, but in, in a good way. But right for now, uh, let's go to Likewise. Songwriter Don't Sleep. Don't 
songwriter is black. Songwriter, he gone too far. Songwriter, just can't turn back. Songwriter, don't sign. He turned his lamp down low. So no one can see that his heart's exposed. How in the cold when his fences flows. He's spastically scribbling without control. Because his right brain is an overload. He just can't stop because he gots to go. Like all of the time because that's all he knows. Songwriter don't sign. He lies above the sheets. Because he can't find God if he fails to preach. He sure as shit ain't in these city streets. Where it's much too ugly for a man to speak about all of the things that his eyes have seen. He tries to scream, a drop of scene, but he wants them to listen, so that's why he sings. Songwriter don't sing. Songwriter don't sing. Songwriter don't sing. Songwriter don't sing. A songwriter is rich. Songwriter is poor. Songwriter, he sat on thrones. Songwriter, he ate off cross. Songwriter, make love. Songwriter, wage war. Songwriter is a voice in the dark you can't and fiends it's been a while welcome back to kettle whistle radio you could hear i was sick once again and it doesn't seem to go away but i'm back and uh tell a little story first me and the wife were sitting around i think what was that on a saturday or sunday that we came to see you was it sunday i don't remember they all run together and we just want to get out of the house 
we go about three miles down the road, and bam, we run into a little place called First and Second Time Around. And, and then, of course, Wayne Forbes, an artist, and his exhibit, and the curators are there. We meet these guys. We meet the, uh, this incredible little place in our own backyard that we didn't know was there. And um, it was just a great experience. We had so much fun and uh, made some new friends. And I'm going to introduce Mr. Jim Peeler right now of first and second time around, an antique and collectible shop, I guess. Is that what you want to call it? Right. Okay. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself and how long you've been there. Uh, let's see. I've been helping Patty Lou, the owner, out for a few years now. Okay. And uh, mm -hmm. my antique collecting experience goes way back. But... I've been with him, like I said, about three years. Just walked in one day like you did. <laughs> Just like that. Got to talking. Next thing you know, I'm hanging out. Before you know it, I'm working. <laughs> working there. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, uh, I mean, there's so much to look at in there. And as you can see in this room that you're sitting in, I'm a collector myself. And um, But what we happened upon, other than like the variable, I mean, the amount of different collectibles you have in this place, you introduced us to uh, Mr. Wayne Forbes and his exhibit. And uh, I'm holding a book in my hands right now, An Artist's Visualized Journey to Healing Wholeness. This man created art that basically replicated what he was going through and helped him heal. Um, I mean, it, it's it, the story's so up and down. And his art tells the story of how he was feeling. And then he goes into these other experiences. I can't, you, maybe you know more than I do, but... He, he was quite an artist. He, he was faced with diversity his whole life. He was ill. Mm -hmm. he had, uh, after high school, he went into the service where he caught an infection in Vietnam. Oh, that destroyed his kidneys. And he was on dialysis for years. He did eventually get a transplant, which failed. But he was just faced with numerous health problems. Yeah, that, I read that in the book here. But he used art to battle that. Oh, yeah. And tell his story. He spent hours on uh, dialysis where he would sit and draw and, you know, make the most of his time that's i mean there's so many favorites in here now i did post two pictures uh just to entice people but you, you really have to see these these are drawings i have in my hands which i can't explain you have to see them but yeah, they have to be seen they, I, they have to be and he makes it a point to say bullet point pen does that mean he did all these with a bullet point pen yes okay they're amazing and i when i was in there um i immediately got drawn to the the sculptures because i saw lovecraftian ideas there hp lovecraft and craft that i'm into the creepier side of it. I mean, that skull one that he had, and then there's a thing with the tentacles all over the place. Oh, yeah. Creepy, creepy stuff. I don't know where that was coming from. I'd love to be able to ask him, but unfortunately, so yeah, you never got to meet him? No, or? I never met him. No, and... I've talked with a lot of people that knew him. They said he was a very down-to-earth fellow. Yeah? Yeah, very down-to-earth, but very deep. Very not, was he not eccentric? Or no. Anything? No, not from what we gathered. And he's from Illinois originally, I found out. Is that where he... That's where he was born. Okay, and he went to school there, or worked at a school there, is that right? He went to school there. After okay. his time in the service, he went to college there. He actually went to, uh, well, let's see, he, went, he got a master's and a bachelor's degree, and he went to Wesleyan University and the University of Illinois. And I'm looking at this picture of him right here, very serious looking, and is this piece there? We don't have that piece, unfortunately. What I'm looking I don't know how to explain it, it's, it's standing behind him, it's eyeless, gigantic holes where eyes would go, and has like a crown of, um, I want to say, almost like, mm, kind of more like horns on top of the head. It's standing taller than him. I wonder where that one is. I wonder if it, I'd like to find it. He's donated quite a bit to other places. I yes. know that. But um, guys, I, I can't explain anymore. You have to go to this little place 
and see this exhibit that is in your own backyard. Um, it's located, it's called First and Second Time Around, okay? It's at 6225 State Route 88, Finleyville, PA. So just go down 88, uh, 15332, and they have a phone number here, 412-833-9200. You guys also buy things, too, right? Oh, yes, we buy every day. Anything so you're looking for, because it's a good time to Anything tell and everything. We're <laughs> big into art, furniture, so not just about anything. We're looking at it. But I mean, this exhibit, I mean, I can't, you have to see it. You have to see it for yourself. Um, it's creepy cool. Uh, sometimes, you know, you look at things the first time and it's, you get taken aback, like, is this supposed to be scary? And then you see, you see he's making a point out of what he's doing. I mean, there's heads coming out of places, all over the place on these things. and They're all wood carvings? A lot of them are wood carvings. He worked in all mediums. We have ceramic, we have bronze, steel, wood, plaster. He was a busy man. He was. He did flat art and pen and ink. Mostly, most of his flat art was pen and ink, but he did do acrylics. We have a beautiful acrylic there uh, depicting his transplant. Oh, man. Yeah, well, there's one of these pictures in here. Um, Title transplant. It, yeah. Black and white. Right here. That's, right. One of, that's my favorite drawing. Tra- transplant, transplant Epiphany. And he, he writes a poem about each one. And this reminds me, I have an uncle in my family that's very much like this. He does poetry and he does art and it, he likes to explain what you're looking at. But yeah, this. so this, I mean, uh, you could hear him in this poem thanking the woman that gave him the kidney. Oh, yeah. Is that, it's called a transplant stream of gold. And he says here, and it's real, real short, that day the stillness of sleep announced her arrival. Words, words from the host spoke of comfort and welcome. Soon... Her outstretched arms summoned the light of life's renewal. Time to work, she motioned, and the stream of life's golden nectar began to flow. This is He was actually happy after the kidney because he knew it was going to take. Right. And um, he was thanking the woman that donated. Most of his flat art comes with a poem. There's a poem Amazing. attached to the back of each of them. Yeah, I've come to see that. It, do you have more of these books for people when they show up? We have a few more there, yes. Okay. Because, yeah. yeah, this is so worth having. I mean, I just... I can't get enough of this one. But what are your favorites? My favorite is the transplant, and oh, yeah. there's another one titled Layers. It's pretty simple, but I, I'm attracted to it a lot. He was fascinated with layers. If you look at his work, the layering is incredible, especially when you consider that he was working in ballpoint pen. He finished his work as he went. Mm, he right. didn't go back and add bits and pieces. He just went along and finished it. I like that. Which right. meant he had to have that finished product in his, in his mental eye. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm looking at layers right now. And it is just that, but amazing that he did this with a pen. And it's just layers of a, a, a person. I, I don't know if they're lying down, and it's just like different layers of the same person. I, I, I can't even – how would you explain that? You and just have to even see the it. matting is done in layers mm-hmm. to reproduce the look of the drawing. And this, I like this poem. I read this – I actually read this yesterday. Um, it stuck with me, but the layers poem that goes with the picture. Like I said, folks, you have to see this stuff. Layers. uh, Cruciformed, layer upon layer, weakened muse generates, divine order of rules. God is in the details, they say. Time uncovers this painful truth, but one must wait for that. Meanwhile, layers will accumulate. The body will grow. Time will reveal the truth. (laughs) Very profound. (laughs) (laughs) The more you read this stuff, it just... Everything about him is profound. When when you look at his work, people walk in and they are just taken aback by it. Positive or negative, there's a very strong reaction. What more do you want from Mars? Right. And a reaction, I yeah, and an instant reaction. I I can't say that I I have been to a lot of museums. Not always do they pop like that. I I've mean, been an artist my whole life, and I've 
dealt with a lot of artists in my life, and I've never. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that. I do too. Yeah. You can't yeah. do this and not deal with a lot of artists. Right. John Towers. I'm sorry. I mean, he's he's easier to deal with. He's fun. That's uh, the guy that got me into podcasting. And he also, uh, we did that comic book together up there. But oh. yeah, but I'm talking. Yeah, there's some uh, there are some folks out there, boy. They're uh, and they're easy to insult. You have to be careful <laughs> and sensitive. You know, I mean, I I can get that way. I'm a writer, so you know. But I don't really. I gave up on the. Uh, People critiquing and whatever. If they don't like it, they don't like it. Well, being sensitive is part of being an artist. Yeah, you're well, sensitive to more more than calm person. You're right. You're right. Person. You got me there. You got me there. You kind of have to care about what you're writing about. I mean, exactly. and creating these characters that have you know real emotions and they're fake people. Sometimes they're not so fake. <laughs> <laughs> but um, let's talk about other pieces that you like. Uh, oh yeah, it's yeah. Please, there's one there. Uh, it it it's, um, reminds me of the crucifixion. Yes, as a woman standing and out of her. Her, the middle of her abdomen is another young creature, young person yes. rather. Yep. I tend to call them creatures because they don't always look quite human. They don't look they, human. Well, he was concerned with the science of cloning. He didn't think we should be dwelling in it. Interesting. What do you do with those that don't turn out properly? And he has a good point there. He certainly does. And people are shocked by his work a lot of times. And then I, I mention that to them. And they go, oh, I kind of understand now what's going on a little more. Yeah. Oh, I... Yeah, I, I can't. I don't know how we ever agreed to cloning. I mean, uh, look at Star Wars. <laughs> look what happened there, you know. But no, I mean, even even before that, Doctor Who, all the science fiction writers, they, cloning was never a good good idea. No, you know, and it, I don't think so. I don't think there's a single piece of science fiction where the cloning actually worked out. Somebody will correct me on that. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Yes, they will. I will hear about that. Um, but yeah, I, that's interesting. I didn't realize that. I, I read all this stuff. I didn't hit on any of the cloning stuff yet, but, um, so that he was, he was against explains it. a lot when you look at his work. It okay. Really does. See, yeah, that one with the, that's, that piece is in, in the, uh, your museum, right? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. I guess you want to call it a museum. It is that. It looks I mean, like a museum. It really It should is. be in a museum, actually. Do you guys actually refer to yourselves as curators? You should. Uh. You're preserving it. <laughs> Fair of the world to see. And it's, I can't, I mean, right in Finleyville, folks, on 88, you just take it all the way down, and I believe you have a rooster on your building? Yes, we do. Yeah. Eight-foot rooster. And this is why I never went there. I'm always driving, so I never get to see what's, you know, especially on that road. You don't want to look around too much. But my wife's always like, oh, that, that, that's a rooster. I, what? What are you talking about? I don't see a So she's just that one day, she's like, let's just go. Right? We're, we're right past Tracks Farms. Right. Most people know where that is, and yep. if you just continue on the same side of the road, just not even a quarter of a mile. It's Yeah, past the, uh, there's a dollar store on the right, yes. and you're just past that, I think, right? Is there something next to you that there's we can give There's a subway shop. Right, there is a subway there, the brand new one. Okay. All right, now you can find it, folks, so there's no excuse. Um, so what else do you highlight in the store? Are there other things that stick out? Because this, this, of course, was the one for me. But... Well, we pride ourselves on our furniture selection. And okay. Most most antiques in general. I mean, we have quite an array. <laughs> We're a very versified store. We have jewelry, we have paintings, sculpture, china, mm-hmm. you name it. Old toys. Yeah. We try to get different things. Right yeah. now we have an 18th century book press. Of all things. Wow. Beautiful. I've never seen one like it. Uh, where did you come across that? We bought it a fellow here in Pittsburgh. His father had a ship from uh, Europe. Do he you, was a world traveler. Do you tend to go to auctions to buy no, things? We no, we do auctions. Don't. We have ads out asking people to call us if they have items for sale. Nice. We go by invitation only. We you know, sit in the home. We talk with the people. We go over the items. We purchase that way. 
Okay, very good. I, I wonder how you accumulate all this stuff. I mean, I know how I accumulate things. <laughs> and then just just talking with people in the store, they'll say, "Oh, by the way, I have this bed at home that you know I'm interested in parting with." And... Very cool. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't I didn't even notice the furniture because I was taken aback by uh, Wayne Forbes and his uh, wonderful. Everyone is taken back by Wayne's Forbes. That's Wayne amazing. Forbes. Well, that's worth the trip back so I can see the other stuff too. <laughs> I pay attention. Um, now he passed. Yes, he in 2013. Did. Yes, he did. Which is a shame. I don't. He was only 40. No, no, he was in his 60s. He was in his 60s. Yes. Okay, thank God. Okay, there's something about him turning 40 in here. I don't. I forget what I read. I'll have to go back and look at that now. But um, that that, that might just have been when his kidney failed. Yeah, I think that's when he said his life like turned upside down. Yes, like, he just that's when he started. The transplant fighting. fell through. Yep, and the bitterness of life. And he used art, but you know it didn't stop it. him. He spent, like I said, hours sitting in, on a dialysis machine. He made the most of it by drawing. Yes, yes. He wasn't he bedridden for a while, yes, and he, he was, was drawing while he was. He was also in a wheelchair for some time. He carved out of a wheelchair. Mm, that's unbelievable. And folks, until you see these things, you will not understand. I don't know how he did that. I don't either. I don't. I, I mean, from your head to your hands. I, you know, I talked to my artist friends. Like I just mentioned, John Towers. Like I don't know how he gets things in his head onto a piece of paper and make it look like that. Um, and he draws other people. Like he'll do. Um, he'll he does uh, sketches of people as zombies and stuff when we do shows together. Uh, I can do pen to paper and write something, but to be able to do that, he did that. He this guy Wayne Forbes carved things out of like you said wood and. Did you, acrylic wood or, steel bronze. latex bronze and ceramic made these creatures and they're not even cre- like you said they're people yes, but they meta- metamorphizing they're figures yeah put it that way but they're metamorphosing into like all well themselves in different ways and shapes of life and it's just incredible it did bring out a lot and i immediately when i was leaving i was like i gotta give this guy a card and have him on i mean this is the kettle whistle radio is all about the arts you know and this is something you know everybody needs to see so we need to get people out there um you might want to plug your website oh we're you can reach us at antiquepittsburgh.com that's antiques and or antique rather a-n-t-i-q-u-e pgh.com very good um have you had a what's his name Seaback back on uh, in your place yet you know how they do that you know things that are no longer there in pittsburgh and things that are there in pittsburgh he lives in bethel park does he really you should contact him i should you should yeah i just I've, might i've seen him in uh bethel shops and I, we saw him at kennywood a few times he, that's the type of place that he would love to have on the show so many people comment on the fact that they're surprised by the fact they find it find it here in finleyville right right i was i've been driving on that 88 for years i'm sorry when did you guys open up about three years ago it's three years okay so ah, well still, even, even in those three years I, I had missed it once again i was always driving we have people I, walk in they're from new york los angeles chicago and they say they've never seen anything like it right it is very authentic. You should get a, a sign out. By, oh, actually, guys, another landmark is Mineral Beach. If you go know where Mineral Beach is, you passed it. <laughs> <laughs> you should get a crowd from Mineral Beach in the summertime on their way out. But, um, well, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to tell them uh, that you feature there? Or uh, you tell me. Just uh, actually a good time. Come in, take a look around. You'd be surprised. Bring you back a lot of old memories of the antiques. And- it did. And this artwork, you've got to see. You really do. Yeah. There's no explaining like any it or, further. Like it or dislike it, you're taken by it. Mm-hmm. You really are. 
Yep. Whether you're into just art itself, if you're into horror, I, I am. There's something that it, it hits you right in the heart, and then it, emotional too. There's, there's something there's a little troubling about it. troubling yeah. and and the drama. I mean, if these things just come at you with all emotion, and I don't say that about too much of anything really. Um, I it's hard to impress me with with something like that. I'll just say because, um, like I said, I've been to many museums, and some are great, and some are like. Meh. That one just, I mean, wow, just really pops. And again, folks, look up Wayne Forbes. That's somebody you should get to know. You should get to know. And uh, I don't know if you're going to find this book, but it's called An Artist's, like I said, An Artist's Visualized Journey to Healing Wholeness, which says a lot. That's a mouthful. He used it. He used it to heal and also to uh, exemplify how he felt. (laughs) And that's what we all do, I guess. But I've never seen somebody do it better. (laughs) Me either. Well, listen, I want to thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's been uh, a pleasure. You sure there's uh, nothing else you want to – you don't do Facebook, uh, Twitter? No. No? Okay. But just go to the website, folks. And go to the go to the store. Go to the go to first and second time around. Yeah, stop in Zayla. Stop in Zayla, Jim. And I'm sorry, what's the your partner? Raymond. Raymond, right? Yeah, I met him briefly. Yeah, Pei Lu. Okay, I, was she there? When no, I, she no. wasn't there when you were there. Okay, well, we'll, we'll be back. I guarantee that. Good, absolutely. Good. All right, well, folks, uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll probably play a little bit of music here in a little bit. I'll get back to you later on, and uh, I want to thank Jim Peeler for coming in. My pleasure. The only band to make harmonicas cool again. That's likewise in the background. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. And I hope you check out first and second time around in Finleyville. Meet Jim Peeler. I hope you meet Wayne Forbes and his exhibit. You will when you meet his exhibit. You actually meet him. It's amazing stuff. Um, Heart-wrenching, too. Uh, Check it out. And uh, look forward to The Barn which is already out on DVD. You can buy it. And I saw it. I own it. The soundtrack's amazing as well. And the movie is so much fun. And you'll be hearing from them in a future show. I'll let you know more later. As always, check out www.fairlydarkproductions.com. All of the Kettle Whistle Radio episodes are there. My books are there. If you want to get some stuff that scares you, my comic book, at least watch the trailer for the comic book. It's really cool. Thanks to Erica Tumko. Skew. And um, she put that trailer together. She's also in a band called Yard Panther, and uh, we have a new one by them to take us out tonight, okay? Talk to you soon. Hope I see you sooner. And like I said, hit me up on my email, kettlewhistleradio at gmail.com, for ideas, commentaries, or if you want to call in, if you got a band, whatever. Always at Fairly Dark Productions, too. All right. Thanks for listening. Take care. And oh, yeah, check out all our other shows. We only have like 80 of them. No, I think there's like 12 at www.society-13.com. All right, later, folks. And now, Cherry Red by Yard Panther. Later.
ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast. Electricast. Welcome to Tuning In to Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonise your mind, body and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today.